Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. I'm Emily. And I'm Crystal Lynn. <laughs> I wish I could all call me. Yeah. I will not be recording ASMR anytime soon, but it's okay. This is your podcast experience. Audible thanks you for enjoying this <laughs> recording. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, <sighs> hi. It's so good to hi. see you guys. We are gearing up. For- we can't see you. I'm just going to. It's yeah, so good to be talking to you guys. See you. We see you. It's fine. Um, we see you. Anyway, um, we feel yeah, you. We're, we're yeah, we do. We're gearing up for uh, Mercury retrograde, so mm-hmm. get ready for more trip ups in your language and communication. Um, but also even some with this one because Mercury is going to retrograde from Capricorn back into Sagittarius. Some really foundational things that maybe help you look at the world a little bit differently. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's I was talking to Krista about this a little bit beforehand, but we are in a hibernation period. It happens. And it's not just like I feel it's super strong personally and it makes me want to scream. But also looking at collective, it it is a collective thing. A lot of um, people are doing this hibernation stuff, which doesn't mean inaction. And I just want to be really clear about that. You're still doing things, but it's like a prep period before something actually happens and things move forward and things actually change and shift, which we're going to, I think, hit probably by the middle of January ish. But right now we are fully ingrained ourselves in this. We are just almost, it almost feels like busy work or just like doing nothing or everything you're doing. is just, baby things that you're doing nothing is like moving forward in the way that you want to you don't have the ideas that you want to have any like that is that's the energy we're sitting in and this mercury retrograde i think is going to it's really revolutionary within that space to be Mm -hmm. like hey not only are you forced right now to sit with stuff but also now we're going to see things in different ways (laughs) kind of undo some stuff yeah. Well, and you know, what better time of year to be in hibernation anyway, than when nature is also in, in hibernation. And perhaps that's the real lesson here is like, we are trying to go, 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 go all the time without rest. And nature in its cycles is like, hey, don't do that all the time. Um, so we may experience, you know, going too hard, burning out a little bit, and then having to change our philosophy on things uh, a little bit, which mm-hmm. does not have to be a bad thing. But what forces you to realize it may feel annoying in the moment until you have the realization. Um, So that's one of the reasons like, I don't want to sugarcoat stuff ever, but I also don't want you to be like, well, it's just going to be crap and horrible the entire time. It's, it's not, it may not be the easiest thing. You know, Mercury is moving forward right now and then it's going to take it back. So, Mm -hmm. so it's not, it's not our favorite thing because we like progress. And when something feels slow in progress, we have a lot of societal beliefs that says that's bad. So I encourage Mm -hmm. a lot of belief work during Mercury Mm -hmm. retrograde, which by the way, um, Mercury retrograde begins on December 13th and will go until January 1st. So is a hell of a, we're going to be celebrating that new year with all of our beings just so stoked. Honestly, the new year, New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, especially Jupiter Mm -hmm. and Venus are going to be a mutual reception in term and sign. Plus Mercury is going to go direct, which puts almost all planets. Uranus will still be retrograde, but almost all planets, all personal planets, at least will be direct. So this is actually going to feel like a finally uh, Uranus at the end of January will also be direct. And we have a period Mm -hmm. of all planets being direct, um, especially through when we're going to be in Egypt. 
which is nice. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. Um, I do just want to say too, that is a lovely cue-in and natural marketing um, thing yeah. for if you want to celebrate all the planets being direct, come hang out with us at our conference. Yes. In January, when, uh-huh. when Mercury and all of the traditional planets are absolutely direct, uh, we will be celebrating a conference of spiritual connection and growth mm-hmm. and community and and responsibility and doing things the right way and feeling smart about it and all of yeah. those things. Honestly, with, with everything, with everything being direct, it's a perfect time to make connections. It's going to mm-hmm. be like actually your people there that you can connect with, that you can actually do something with those connections. So it's it's on purpose mm-hmm. that we have it during this time for that. Um, we did elect this, but honestly, if you're also just feeling this stuffiness that we're all kind of feeling right now, like nothing is moving. Coming to the conference is a great way to breadcrumb yourself to be like, well, at least I'm doing something here. I know I'm at least doing this thing. And that is forward movement because everyone who goes is going to have a massively deep and important experience for them. Even if it's just fun and you enjoy it, it will be massively deep and important for you in its own way all experiences will be unique. It's important. We're activating it with that energy on purpose. That is very, very intentional on our part, but that is a really great way to breadcrumb yourself through this season, which we've talked about breadcrumbing on here before. But if you don't know what that is, it's basically where um, it's something I do (laughs) to make sure that I'm constantly feeling moving forward. Um, And Krista, I know does the same where we plan something always a month out, two months out, four months out. We always have something planned for basically every month so that we pull our energy through stuff. We pull our energy through stuff because it's hard to be a people. Being a people is really challenging. So if you want to use this conference as a way to breadcrumb yourself through this hibernation period and this Mercury retrograde where things feel sticky and not super fun, that is a perfect thing to do. Mm-hmm. So. And I will tell you that I know it's middle of January, but it's Virginia January. So it's not that cold. Um, so that's not something you have to worry about in the slightest uh, for as far as weather goes. Yeah, actually at the location. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really cool. We really just want as many of the podcast listeners to come as possible. Um, if you listen, <laughs> yeah. And we may have something special for you if you listen to the podcast and you attend. Mm-hmm. So just going to hint at that. <laughs> we'll talk about it more the closer that it gets. Um, but we would really love you. Love you to come. It'd be mm-hmm. amazing. Um, yeah. So, so many amazing things planned. It's so great. Yeah, growing some organic marketing there. So please go check it out, sacredspacesgathering.com. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I think we're really, we're almost out of VIP tickets, very, very close to being out of VIP tickets. And, uh, but we do still have some general admission tickets there. So please mm-hmm. go check that out, yeah. which and general admission is going to be incredible. So don't think yeah. like, oh no, I missed out on VIP. It's not gonna be as good. It's gonna be amazing. I promise. <laughs> still, just so, you, just so you know, if you've been thinking about VIP and you're a little tentative about it, um, don't wait. Mm-hmm. running out of those so yeah. just putting that out there cool. um but yeah i this mercury retrograde um looks like technology communication technology specifically in communication like actual your actual words that's mm-hmm. what's gonna get messed with the most actually i mean travel always gets messed with a little bit and i understand and acknowledge this but it doesn't feel as travel heavy no so. i think that's because we're dealing with some, you know, for part of it. Uh, in fact, let me look at this haha, because I can um, on the 23rd, Mercury will be going back into Sagittarius. Sagittarius is about exploration. Um, mm-hmm. So up until the 23rd, you just want to make sure you've done a lot of uh, detail oriented stuff to make sure that your plans go well, you know, mm-hmm. lay out the, the plan, follow it, be strategic. Um, and, you know, if something does get tripped up, it's probably like check your pipes 
everybody check your pipes Mm -hmm. is what I would say because Capricorn does things uh, that's earthy potentially underground, right? Mercury connections. So we want to check your pipes, make sure because we're in pre-shadow already. So whatever Mm -hmm. the issue is, it probably exists currently and will make itself known during retrograde if it is not addressed. Um, So if you, if you have anything like that, check wiring on stuff even, but I would say plumbing. Clean your dryer vents. Yeah. Clean your dryer vents. Yep. Just the, Mm -hmm. the due diligent maintenance that you would do. Um, you know, check your car, make sure that the, everything in the car is going well. If you haven't gotten an inspection and you're due for one, go ahead and get one. I need to get one. Um, (laughs) I roll my eyes as my car. So the Jeep is fine, but our other car, my car specifically hasn't been able to work in like three weeks. I just haven't had the time to take it in. Like it's, it's, I haven't had the time to schedule the towing in. It's that level of like, Mm -hmm. something is not messed up with it. Um, so you say that I'm like, right. That thing I need to do mm-hmm. <laughs> completely. So my car sits just in the driveway. Just... <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, just, it's one of those things. And, you know, make sure that you're saying what you mean to say, and it, you don't have to say it perfectly the first time, you know, it can mm-hmm. be something where you journal it out first and then read the journal entry out loud to the person who needs to hear it or something like that. Um, but as far as, you know, we're saying travel, especially like holiday travel, which is something that people might be thinking about, especially right around the 23rd, um, which is my mother-in-law's yep. birthday. Shout out to my mother-in-law. That's the day after <laughs> my dad's birthday. Shout out to my dad. Um, <laughs> we both know what time of year it is for the, the Christmas and birthday seasons. Christmas birthday season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This week, it's <laughs> my brother and my father-in-law. So <laughs> one of those. This week, my son turns 13. And. It's also my husband's and it's my dad's. <laughs> yeah. Next week is sister-in-law and somebody else I already forgot. Oops. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those, those times where, you know, leave less up to chance. If you can plan ahead, go ahead and do that. And if you can give yourself a, if this goes wrong, here's how I'm going to adapt to it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my neurodivergence is probably showing, but I have a plan B and C at least for things so that I don't yeah. have a meltdown or a freak out if something does go on according to plan or not according to plan. Um, and if you want to borrow a feather from that cap, you're more than welcome to. I will be doing that. Like I have backup plans and backup resources always ready to go. If I don't use them, great. If I do, they're there and and it's already sort of ready to slide in. Um, mm-hmm. So that might be helpful. Yeah, I will say too, um, what I would take any issues you have with technology or any issues with communication where things you have to do slower, take that as a sign that you do need to pause just then. Or maybe the universe is trying to get your attention about something, or maybe your guides are trying to get your attention about something. Like we talked about last week with Harmony of Echoes, like that could be very well taken as something you add into your repertoire of signs that you get from the universe. When this technology doesn't work, I know I need to pause and clear my energy and then it'll work again. I mean, try to figure out a system, even in those moments, it's in real time that you can help navigate that with. And it will help a lot. If you give yourself even, you know, I think especially with the nature of this, give yourself a bit of a ritual that you get to do every day. So that even if something else doesn't go right, you had this to ground yourself and anchor yourself and set your own tone for the day, which I think Harmony of Echoes will help a lot with. But even if it's mm-hmm. just like a prayer in the morning or lighting a candle and doing a planetary mm-hmm. recitation, like I do, um, yeah. certain invocations, which we're going to talk a little bit more about in this episode, mm-hmm. um, giving yourself things that 
give you a foundation. And then the rest of your day is like, I've at least done this uh, will really help. Yeah. Or even when you make your coffee, like just set an intention for Mm -hmm. every step of the process, you know, and Mm -hmm. then when you go to drink it. Exactly. I mean, there's a million different things to do. Speaking of which I've gotten this ping now three times. I'm going to light a candle while we launch into talking to this because I've been told repeatedly that needs to happen. So we're doing it. I'm doing it. So if you guys hear the weird lighter clicky clicks, that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a wooden wick candle, I think. Is that still the one I'm looking yeah, at? Yeah, this one yeah. is a wood. Yeah. Yeah. So they take it's a little a- bit of time, but I like how they sound like a campfire for a little while, which is always my they favorite. They do. They yeah. have personality. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Okay, this one's working now. This yeah. one actually has crystals in it. Like in this candle, as it's burnt mm-hmm. down, you hit a different crystal on all these different layers. Now at the bottom, they're like, oh collection pretty fun <laughs> that's awesome they can't it. get them out of the wax you know what i mean they just gotta wait until they all burn down to the bottom and then i gotta like dig them out with a spoon or something i don't know but <laughs> so there's a bunch at the bottom now though which is pretty funny i like it oh, that's yeah. <laughs> okay so on that note we wanted to talk a little bit about um affirmations and yeah. how our understanding of affirmations has evolved and is needed to evolve when people who are maybe not understanding the evolution of how affirmations work are struggling with those affirmations right now, um, especially in this time of hibernation, but just much over the last six months, to be truly honest, more than anything else. And this question, I want to give a shout out to Christy, my sister-in-law, who whose birthday is uh, going to be around the time of the airing of this episode. It was inspired by a question that Christy asked me, and I want to be able to give it a full response. Um, mm-hmm. So here you go. This one is for you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, affirmations are the when affirmations, I'm going to say hit it big because it was mm-hmm. about five, six years ago when affirmations like really... Oh hit it big right around the time of the longer. secret remember the secret the book mm-hmm. the secret? right around that mm-hmm. time when everybody was like oh my gosh my thoughts create my reality um and so they started curating their thoughts in the form of affirmations which yeah. scratches the surface of something really effective but i think the problem is affirmations they don't really hit it post 2020. It feels like one of those things Mm. where up until 2020, this was enough. And then 2020 was like, you will get deep into what you're doing. And now we're just like, I don't understand what an affirmation is supposed to do anymore, but I'm, Mm -hmm. I know I'm supposed to do them. Um, So I think that's kind of where we're at energetically as a collective. Yeah. I also think that again, we've talked about this extensively, the vibration of our planet's lifting and raising Mm -hmm. and like we're moving towards magic being more real. The veil is basically gone or at the best Mm -hmm. Swiss cheese. So like everything is like truly, truly like elevating. And if you're still operating and honestly, the secret came out, I think almost 10 years ago. So I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. wrong. My timing is wrong because, well, I'm thinking about it over 10 years ago. I was just going to say, I'm like, Kristen, we've worked together for six years ago, (laughs) right? I'm like, we've worked together since 2018, Yeah. right? So maybe just a thought. It's not old, it's experienced. (laughs) I appreciate you. And I'm so glad I've worked with you since 2018. Anyway, it's, it's older than that, but if you're still information from then you're operating off of information that came out when the vibration of the planet was drastically different drastically different and the amount of spiritual energy around was so much less so we were grasping at how to train our thoughts grasping at how to train our subconscious and noticing that magic came from that 
now we know magic is real. We know we can make magic. We know we can connect with magic. And we've seen the evidence of it so deeply on so many different levels. Our affirmations being like, well, I'm going to just tell my brain to do this thing. And then magic will come from that doesn't work anymore because you know magic is real and there's the concreteness there. So you being like, I affirm this thing feels brittle and stale and it lacks the energy of like, but you already know the magic is there. Let's imbue this with the actual magic to make something else happen instead of trying to get to the result that you've already experienced. It's kind of like when, if you've ever like manifested something and you get so in the habit of manifesting it and then you've received that thing, but you keep manifesting it anyway, because you don't really let yourself acknowledge almost that you've received that thing. Mm -hmm. For example, like if you for manifesting, you make a certain amount of money per month and then you get a promotion and you start making that amount of money per month, but you're afraid it's intangible. So you just keep manifesting it. And then you, you know, a year down the line, you're like, what am I doing? Why am I still manifesting this? Like I need to up that. It's kind of that vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I also want to clarify, I'm getting a ping about when we talk about the vibration of the planet, mm-hmm. what that means in, in, you know, what we can experience tangibly is like society isn't where it was, you know, we're not, we're not the same people we were. We're not the same social norms and structures and all the things. We have become more spiritual and more independently spiritual over the Mm -hmm. course of this period of time. So where affirmations were was the, hey, there's a spirituality kind of thing that we might explore. And everybody Mm -hmm. got on board with that. And a lot of people learned from that. And now so many people have that enough of us are on on that sort of step that we've reached a plateau when it comes to what affirmations can do. Truly we have. And that's a great way of putting it because it's, it, it, the other thing when we say the vibration of the planet's lifting too, is it is that fact that more spiritual stuff is genuinely happening. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a spiritually in line person, <laughs> like more people are talking about things like witches in the matrix, which are coming up so often. Timeline shifting, which is coming up so often, mandala effects, things like that. And even things like going as far as like ghosts and aliens and fairies, like those are things that people that are not necessarily spiritually aligned are talking about in an everyday thing because they're things that are just more around and readily there. Our culture shifted, our brainwaves have shifted, our vibration has shifted, the access to magic we have has shifted, all of these things have shifted over. Um, And our understanding of how much magic words are has Mm -hmm. also shifted. I think that even like with the forgotten storytellers and like reading a book can heal you, which by the way is what I recommend doing during this hibernation period, read books that Mm -hmm. feel nice. (laughs) Escapism is okay in book form. It is actually a form of healing. Like do that. Anyway, beside the point, but even that level of like, we've now understand that on such a real, real level that we don't need to believe that words work just in an affirmation. We know words are magic. Scientifically, they've proven it. Magically, they've proven it. So it has been proven. So that's also why affirmations, though they are still a thing you can do, it's important to take them deeper if you want them to actually work better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you, if you want to create more of that in the world, um, there is a book out there that is being born as we speak through ninth house publishing. Uh, so you can support Aspen Bassett and, uh, her Kickstarter. I believe it's Indiegogo. Indiegogo right? Indiegogo, Aspen Bassett, the Crimson Clover, contribute to that. And you will be contributing to someone who is making a huge difference with some really cool themes about, you know, Mm -hmm. rectifying your past life with who you are now, healing a lot of societal issues, that kind of stuff. You know, books like that will continue 
to raise the vibration as we're talking about it. Uh, mm -hmm. People reading them is what's going to do that. So it's really cool to be able to get more of those out there. Uh, another book I would recommend that does a really good job of that is actually So This Is Ever After by F.T. Lukens. I can't get out of mm -hmm. my head right now. So I think it's really cool the way that it's cozy. It's adorable, but it also addresses like an ideal world and how it, it kind of makes all the things that we might feel like we're not smart enough to understand really within grasp. So I think mm -hmm. in that way, it's like it educates and also uh, encourages people to be like, no, you know enough. Don't let them fool you. Um, yeah. It's yeah. also just a beautiful celebration of queer love. <laughs> it Every is the best. Oh my gosh. The relationships are perfect. Friends yeah. and otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's love in general. I, it's mm -hmm. great. It's a good one. I do have a special edition of it somewhere. Yeah. I have the brush pages. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you showed them to me and I was like, getting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, super stoked on it. But I I will agree uh, that was a beautiful example of organic marketing, by the way. We're just we're killing it on that during this episode. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's um, like but please go read Aspen this thing stuff. that can actually help something. So I want to talk about it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but please go check out Aspen stuff. You get some really awesome rewards for being a kick or an Indiegogo backer. Um, mm -hmm. And we get to get this book into your hands quicker. And it's magical and healing and awesome. So yeah. please go help that out. Um, if that feels aligned, we're so excited <laughs> for you all to read it. It's really good. Um, really stoked on it. Yeah. What I would recommend with affirmations is they need to start being thought about as either like belief work, thought mm -hmm. belief work, where you're doing healing work by using words and affirmations. We talk about this a lot of if you're trying to release a block or a limiting belief, you write the limiting belief first, and then you write what you want to replace it with underneath. In doing that, you're creating a magic system for your brain to use. So when that limiting belief comes up, you've now given it something else to think too. So when that comes up, you're like, oh, actually, I want to think this instead and can start plugging that in. It is doing magic because it has an intention behind it. It is healing this thing. Yeah. Same thing if you're trying to do affirmation work that is maybe not just belief work, but you're like, oh, I want this thing. Or I'm manifesting this thing or I'm affirming this thing. You need to start thinking about it as I am calling this thing in and I'm manifesting this thing in. Or, you know, I am altering, shifting energy around this. This is something I'm affirming is coming to me and do magic along with it instead exactly. of just saying the thing. Yeah. So the, the thing about affirmations, whether they are belief statements, belief work or manifesting, they are like prayers, which are like incantations and invocations. Mm -hmm. And with those things, you got to feel it and believe it to be able to really allow it space in your life. So this is why affirmations have these two rules. They, they have to be said in the present tense mm -hmm. um, and they have to be said in an affirmative. So it's, you know, a yes statement of some sort. I do have this instead of I don't, or I can't, or I won't anything limiting. And they have to be present tense. This already exists. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, it's, I am lovable. I am enough. I am. It already exists. All I have to do is make space for it to uh, show itself in reality to manifest. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you're doing an affirmation, if you find the affirmations not working, A, it's probably because it's a weak affirmation. It doesn't actually resonate with you. Um, B, you could probably go deeper. There's probably something underneath that belief statement, that original affirmation that could use more healing or mm -hmm. you're cutting yourself short. I, I honestly think a lot mm -hmm. of the times when someone's using an affirmation, they're not doing the, the deeper acknowledgement of their own power. They're just mm -hmm. saying an affirmation, here it is. Now I don't have to think about it anymore. And there's almost like a nervous fear that comes along with it. And then they actually are preventing it because they almost are energetically saying this thing, but I'm so afraid of getting it. I don't know what to do. 
And Mm -hmm. if you're afraid of it coming in, you got to ask yourself why, then you're going to find another statement, which you can flip into the positive of the next thing that works and give yourself a different affirmation that you can do in the Mm -hmm. meantime. You do a great job in um, when we explain this to forgotten storytellers, especially M of kind of saying the next truest thing. Can you elaborate on that for people? Absolutely. So oftentimes when doing limiting belief work where you're trying to release a specific limiting belief or block and you're trying to instill a new belief there, one you actually want to have, it is human nature, I think, for us to be like, oh, well, if the belief is I am unlovable, then the thing you want to replace it with is I am lovable, right? The opposite thing. However, the problem with that is sometimes you're not there to really being in a space where you're like, I can own that belief. I feel ready to own. I am lovable. Maybe you're really struggling with that still. And so it feels inauthentic for you to be like, have this, I am unlovable belief and then be like, you're lovable. Cause you're not really affirming it very deeply for yourself because it doesn't feel true. Right. It feels very much like you're just faking it. And that's not super aligned. So what you want to do is actually think about the next truest thing, because that's the thing that you're going to be able to affirm with the most concrete positivity. So for example, with the, I am unlovable belief, it could be, it is safe and possible to be lovable. Mm -hmm. It is safe for me to be loved. Something like that, that feels more authentic. So when you affirm it, it doesn't feel like you're affirming the opposite and you're trying to grab onto this thing that still feels way too big to bite. You're taking a bite that actually feels good. You can then grow into the next opposite thing. Like you can grow beyond that, but you're trying to get to a space where you feel safe and comfortable first, because that's the sweet spot when it comes to affirmations. If you're trying to overreach, then your human brain starts standing in the way and being like, no, (laughs) <laughs> you don't actually believe that. What are you doing? Which isn't helpful. It's not helpful to you and your affirmations. It's just going to be counterproductive. You're wasting a bunch of energy. The magic you're trying to call in isn't really going to be working or the magic you're using isn't going to feel like it's working. So it's it's more of a, in order to get the magic to really work for you, find the belief that you're like, I can, I can get behind that. I can right now say, I do trust that thing. Like I can trust this belief. Even if I don't feel it just yet, even if I'm, I'm not a hundred percent certain of it yet, I can get behind it. I can feel myself being there versus I definitely don't feel that yet, but sure. I guess I'll affirm it. Those are two different energies. And if you're in the, I can see myself getting there, you will snowball into the other one mm-hmm. after a while. So yeah, always search for that always search for that. And then as far as, and we say this all the time, if you're using your affirmations to manifest something, whether that is a feeling, whether that is a thing, whether that's an experience, whatever it is, the affirmations you have for that, you have to have play with them in two different ways. You have to have it, in my opinion, present tense with a deadline. It works the best through years and years of experimentation. I've done this, that present tense with a deadline works the best. You are not trying to get the thing by that deadline. You are trying to give your brain an understanding that it's coming by then so you can affirm it deeper. So that's the big thing to remember with the deadline is you're like, okay, but what happens if I don't get it by the deadline? That's not the point. The point is that you've given yourself a deadline so your brain knows it's a reality by this point and it will trust it a lot more. That is what you're actually doing with that. So present tense with a deadline, but then you got to feel it. If you're just saying your affirmations and you're like, I'm a this, you know, I'm a this by next December and that's it. You're not going to get anything out of it. It's just doing like maybe subconscious imprinting at most. Instead, you need to be like, okay, I own a new home. Why? 
June, 2024. And then you need to sit there. When you say that, what does it feel like when you walk through that front door? What does it smell like in your new home? What is Christmas going to look like in that new home? What color are you going to paint your walls? Like it be there. That's the magic bit. That's the incantation bit. That is the adding energy to something to make it work piece. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think that's so important. Yeah. And those are the reasons like affirmations work great. You got to have like more behind them now. And also if you want to get more behind them, affirm things underneath your water, <laughs> water, that is you actually ingesting the affirmation. That is the simplest way. If you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't feel it today. Like, I don't feel like I can really sit there and, and pull energy into it. Cool. Write it on a sticky note, put your water bottle on it and drink that water. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is doing that magic. That is imbuing energy and then ingesting energy um, just by writing out the affirmation. If you need something that's a little bit more tangible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing I'll do for manifestations that I'm, I'm tired of fixating on. Um, a, I find a folk magic charm, which is how I found this house. Um, yep. But also if I'm trying to attract something to me that's less tangible, like a certain course that's aligned the most, I uh, just posted something on TikTok the other day. I'll write it on a little note. I'll fold the note up three times because, you know, the power of three. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I put it and I have a special bowl that's like, this is not my problem. This is for the universe to take care of. I will burn it with gratitude when it arrives into my life and I'll see what mm-hmm. happens. And the thing that I actually did, um, I think I potentially found the thing in less than a week. Uh, the result came back to me because mm-hmm. I was able to let it go also and believe enough that it will happen on its own time or in the right time or within the deadline that I'm not fixating on it and limiting it. Um, which is another thing we got to be careful with, with affirmations is mm-hmm. like, that's oh, yeah. why at the end of them, uh, you can also say, or better, like mm-hmm. I am, um, you know, an amazing singer or better, or I have uh, a singing gig at this location or better, something like that, where you can um, then say, one of the things we learn in Theta Healing that I still use is in the highest and best way with grace and ease. So I am bringing in Mm -hmm. this, um, I learned this from my mentor in Theta Healing, but we would always end our Theta Healing with this happens in the highest and best way. So I don't have to know exactly how it works because I'm limited to my own perception with grace and ease. It's going to happen easy. It's going to happen smoothly and I won't be suffering through it. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. That's another thing to really help. I will say too, just on the note of fading, honestly, we should probably just do a theta healing episode because um, yeah, I think it would be. Since we've done like belief work and stuff. So it might be good. Yeah. To- well, and theta healing can do a lot of different stuff. Also, yeah. it's mm-hmm. not something either of us fully use anymore. So I think we can talk about it in a detached way where it's like a wonderful introduction to a bunch of basic stuff. Mm-hmm. You can go really far with their healing techniques if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, so there's that, but a lot of the process of theta healing is going into the theta brainwave and then, uh, invoking things that is truly what you're doing. And there's a very, they have a very specific worded recipe for invoking things, lots of stuff to memorize, to be totally honest of exactly how to say things right. Which is again, I think part of the reason both you and I are like, mm-hmm. no, um, there's multiple reasons, but that's a big one. Um, uh, but really wonderful foundational thing. And if you're drawn to state healing, you should totally do it. And I mean that from the bottom of my soul, please go do it. It's awesome. Um, but anyway, with that, that data healing thing, that is truly, it's an entire system of magic that is incredibly powerful. I have literally seen it heal people, like physically heal their wounds in front of my face levels of powerful, mm-hmm. um, based entirely on invocations. 
and speaking in a certain brainwave and speaking in a certain way. And that is the, like words do still have very deep power. You just have to add more magic behind them. So mm-hmm. just on that note too, you're right with that. The simple and ease is really important. It's safe and possible for this. It's in my highest and best for this thing. Like using statements like that is, is just really, really helpful for a whole myriad of reasons. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you guys for being here. Um, happy Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Celebrate. On that note. note. Give yourself the flexibility to figure Mm -hmm. out whatever words work best for you. Yes. Um, and the solstice is coming up. We love the solstice. We live for the solstice. Have fun with the solstice. Um, I mean, well, I'm sure we're both going to create a bunch of content around that as well. Mm-hmm. We'll probably address it briefly on the podcast. I don't know, depending upon mm-hmm. how our schedules work out. We have a lot of weird schedules for December. It's fine. Um, we have an interview <laughs> coming up in December too. That's going to be really, really cool. Yes. With someone that we both just adore and have worked with before. Um, yeah. and yeah, they're awesome. So really excited to bring you that. Um, please don't forget to go check out the stuff about the conference. If that's something that feels aligned, we'd really love to have you there. Um, it's, it's coming really soon. It's like a month and a half and away by the time you're listening to this podcast episode. And that is wild. (laughs) It's so cool. Um, but we can't wait. So it's going to be really awesome. So thank you so much. We hope that you take all this mercury energy and you go Go make make some some magic. It was good on my end. I mean, just hoping. I mean... (laughs)